Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Fantasy Football Exchange. I am your host, John Landon, and welcome on this Friday. Uh, we're going to go ahead and preview yesterday's game, uh, if that's what you call it, a game. Uh, either way, football is football, and I am excited to be here on this Friday. Uh, please bear with me. I am under the weather today, uh, dealing with a little bit of a uh, slightly have a headache and some cold. But hey, it, it, we are going to get past this week, and we will go ahead and revisit that uh, game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. So let's go ahead and let's visit on the Kansas City uh, side. Patrick Mahomes doing what he does. He attempted the ball 40 times, completed 30 of those for 306 yards, did throw a touchdown, got picked one time, sacked twice, attempted to rush the ball six times for 31 yards, did end up with a modest 18.3 on your uh, rosters this morning. Not too shabby there. Could have been better. Uh, expected better actually dealing with the Broncos. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and visit uh, Russell Wilson on that side of the ball. Uh, hey guys, you know, I feel like Russell Wilson is on his last uh, week here. I, I feel like Sean Payton is kind of putting it out there that it's going to be, um, you know, they might move on from him here pretty soon. Given all that money that they paid Russell Wilson, uh, it is a shame watching him the way he's playing out there. He looks, he looks like he's defeated. He looks old out there, guys. So, um, you know, I, I feel like it's dwindling down in the weeks to come for one Russell Wilson. He attempted the ball 22 times, completed 13 of those for 95 yards only, not even hitting the 100 mark. Did throw a touchdown, uh, got picked twice, sacked four times, um, attempted the ball four times for 31 yards, did end up with only 8.9 on your roster. So again, uh, just like in the fantasy world, uh, the real world as well in, in football land, he is just not producing. Uh, and uh, evidence is on your roster this morning with only 8.9 to start the Sunday slate. All right, let's go ahead and visit the running back side of things for the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, Isaiah Pacheco, he's looking at that RB1 territory now. He's doing what he's doing out there. So we do know who is the uh, bell cow for the Kansas City Chiefs at this point, uh, given the first six weeks. Uh, he did attempt the ball, uh, rush the ball 16 times for 62 yards. No touchdowns on the ground, but <clears throat> targeted six for six for 36. He did end up with 12.8 on your on your fantasy rosters this morning. Uh, again, these are just half point PPR stats. So uh, of course he did he did add up more uh, given the yardage, um, totalage, and uh, you know per reception. So uh, th- 12.8. Not too bad at all. Uh, Javante will, or actually, let's 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 stay on this Kansas City side of the ball. And then we had Jarek McKinnon. He did not touch the ball uh, any times, but he was targeted uh, five, caught three of those for twenty yards, only three point five. Um, Clyde Edwards-Helaire touched the ball uh, two times for seven yards, uh, targeted one for one for nine yards. Did get you two point one on your roster. All right, guys, on over to the Denver side of the things. Javante Williams. Uh, looking, you know, not looking like the Javante Williams that we all expected out there the past couple of years. Of course, he's coming back from the injury, but just not looking like a, not looking like a bell cow running back out there in Denver. Uh, did rush the ball 10 for 52. No touchdowns on the ground. Did not get targeted. Only ended up with 7.2. So not going to do it for us Javante Williams owners out there. Jaleel McLaughlin, he's coming on. I feel like he's going to get the ball more and more as the weeks go along especially given how the Denver Broncos look like there's nothing uh, to fight for at this point. Looks like the the season might be in the tank. So Agilio McLaughlin touched the ball seven for 30, 
no touchdowns, was targeted two for two for 12 yards, only 5.2. But again, I feel like uh, week after week, they're just going to get him more and more involved in this offense. Then you had Samaji P. Ryan uh, did not touch the ball. He was targeted two for two for only 16 yards. But again, 0.6, that's not going to do it for us uh, fantasy owners out there. And of course, they involved Michael Burton, which is the fullback for the Denver Broncos. So he did touch the ball two for two. Uh, not targeted at all, and then it only ended up with 0.2 on the roster. So, again, Denver Broncos looking real, real disappointing out there. Uh, nothing. <laughs> this was not a game to really uh, write home about, even for the Kansas City Chiefs. They actually could have did more. I just feel like they took the 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 feet off the pedal <clears throat> and kind of braked and gave that gave themselves some rest, or just kind of kind of just. Uh, you know, just float along with the game. So um, that that was the running back side of things for last night. And then we're going to go over to the uh, wide receivers. Uh, Rasheed Rice, I'm expecting more from him. Of course, you know, I'm a big fan of his. Uh, it was targeted four for four. He caught all four of those balls for 72 yards. Uh, he did not rush the ball or did not get a touchdown as well. So he did end up with 9.2, not too bad. Um, Kadarius Toney. Not a fan of his, uh, but again, targeted six, caught three for nine. It didn't end up with a touchdown. Uh, did rush the ball two for negative five, only ended up with 7.9 on your roster. Uh, not going to do it, but hey, he did get you that that touchdown uh, 10 a night. Sky Moore targeted four, only caught two for 22 yards. No touchdowns, did not rush the ball, only ended up with 3.2. Um could expect more from Sky Moore. We do expect more from Sky Moore. 3.2 is just not going to do it for us Kansas City Chiefs owners out there. How about Cortland Sutton? <clears throat> he looked he looked all right last night. Um, uh, targeted six for four for 46 yards. Did get a touchdown. Uh, ended up with 12.6 on your roster. That's a good that's a good sign for you Cortland Sutton out, owners out there. Not so much for Jerry Judy. He actually did have a run in uh, with uh, with uh, Steve Smith Senior. Uh, last night on the side or actually in the tunnel uh that was on that was online or on on air when this all occurred so i actually thought jerry judy was going to come out and blazing so i threw him in my lineup he did not do that he was targeted five but only caught three of those for 14 yards and we know that's not going to do it guys i need more from him we all need for more from him especially given that he's a first round talent uh 2.9 is just not going to do it on our rosters all right so on to the tight end side of course we all know Travis Kelsey had a huge night, did come back from that ankle, uh, was dealing with the ankle, heavily taped on it last night, but he did produce. So targeted nine for nine, caught all those balls for 124 yards, no touchdowns, uh, but ended up with 16.9. And hey, we love that from a one Travis Kelsey. So uh, love that out there. Uh, Noah Gray, um, other tight end on the roster, uh, targeted two for two, only 14 yards. Um, didn't take much away from Kelsey there, just something... Just a small yardage there for him. And uh, he did attempt the ball one for one, but no yardage from him there. So 2.5 for Noah Gray. Nothing to write home around for him. Of course, Travis Kelsey is the dominant tight end in that uh, in that space there in Kansas City. On to Denver side of things, we got Adam Troutman. Of course, I did not recommend Adam Troutman. And, and of course, this came out exactly as predicted. Um he was targeted two for one, only four yards. 
Uh, no touchdowns, 0 0.9 on your roster. Of course, nobody's really wanting to play an Adam Troutman. How about Greg Dulcich? Same thing. He is coming, he is coming back from his injury off IR. So I expect a little more as the as the time goes along for Greg Dulcich. He was targeted two for one, three yards only, no touchdowns, uh, 0.8 on the roster. So again, not a big game uh, all around for Kansas City Chiefs. They actually could have did more. I expected more on, on the uh, scoreboard. I actually predicted 31 to 14 uh, to, end the, to end the night, and that did not occur. A uh, very low-scoring game uh, out there uh, in, in Arrowhead last night. So, all right, guys, we're going to go ahead and we're going to uh, talk about some injury updates, okay, to start out this uh, Sunday slate of games. And uh, let's go ahead and let's kick that off. Let's get into some of those. Uh, let's go ahead and visit the quarterback side of things, all right? It looks like Deshaun Watson is going to miss, uh, has been ruled out uh, for the Sunday's game. So uh, go ahead and remove him from your rosters, you Deshaun Watson owners out there. He has not been looking good as it, as it is anyways to start the year, but um, a lot of us don't have the choices. So if you have Deshaun Watson in your lineup, please remove him for Sunday. He has been ruled out. <clears throat> All right, Tyrod Taylor is going to be in place of Daniel Jones. Looks like Daniel Jones has been ruled out for the Week 6 contest with a neck injury. So they're going to give Tyrod Taylor another another shot to start. Let's hope some big things for Darren Waller, by the way, there. Looks like Justin Herbert with a finger uh, dealing with, uh, you know, no restrictions. That's what it's saying here. They're not going to restrict him or anything. So look for, for a decent game for Justin Herbert against the Cowboys. Derek Carr uh, dealing with that shoulder. He's he actually got a full in practice yesterday, so I'm looking for Derek Carr to go ahead and give it a go on Sunday. Geno Smith knee practices in full. Look for him to give it a go as well. All right, guys, that looks like it's uh, gonna wrap up the quarterback section of things. Uh, let's go ahead and let's visit the uh, let's visit the running back side of 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 everything here. All right, guys, so it looks like Jameer Gibbs' hamstring remains sidelined uh, practice today, so I'm not looking for him to probably go. Uh, again, it's the David Montgomery show, so he should be the workhorse there in Detroit. Uh, so look for Jameer Gibbs to sit this Sunday. Zonovan Knight uh, dealing with uh, season-ending shoulder surgery uh, for the Panthers, so uh, I'll go against the Panthers, I'm sorry, so... Uh, look look for Zonovan Knight to to be gone for the rest of the year here. All right, Jerome Ford knee upgraded a full practice uh yesterday. So look for Jerome Ford to be out there uh for the Browns, especially since Deshaun Watson has been rolled out. So I'm looking for a uh, heavy workload for Jerome Ford this weekend. Elijah Mitchell, uh knee did return to practice yesterday, so I'm looking for him to give it a go uh to spell some of that work from Christian McCaffrey. Austin Eckler, ankle, he did practice fully yesterday, uh, so look for the little guy to give it a go on this Sunday against the Cowboys, and I'm looking for him to do big things. Uh, he might be small, but he plays big, so uh, look out for you Cowboys fans out there. Uh, it's going to be a rough one if Austin Eckler does give it a go. I believe they're going to use him heavily. Tony Pollard, shoulder, he was listed as limited Thursday. I believe he's still going to give it a go. Uh, against the Chargers on Monday night. So uh, I believe they're just giving him some rest because, again, they've been using the hell out of Tony Pollard. 
Um, Miles Sanders' shoulder misses uh, second day of practice, so I'm looking for him to probably either sit um, or they could be giving him some rest. But I'm also I'm also looking to pick up Chuba Hubbard um, if he's out there available in the waivers. Saquon back at practice, but he was limited yesterday. So I'm looking for him to give it a go. Uh, it's still unclear for the week six contest. So keep an eye out for that during the injury reports as the week weekend goes along uh, for a one Saquon Barkley. Khalil Herbert ankle still not practicing. So I'm looking for him to miss. I'm looking for Deontay Foreman to kind of slide in there and look out for Roshan Johnson as well. Uh, dealing with that concussion. If he does make it back uh, from that concussion, I'm looking for him to be that RB1 in the Bears' backfield. All right, guys. Uh, oh, let's not forget Derrick Henry. Uh, he did He did get arrested yesterday. Um, I believe he will give it a go. Again, as they, as they continue to lose in the Tennessee side of things, look for them to involve more of a Tajay Spears as, as the weeks go along. And possibly they could be moving Derrick Henry as well. So keep an eye out for that. All right, guys, let's go ahead and slide it on over to, <clears throat> excuse me. Let's go ahead and slide it on over to the wide receiver section of things. And we're going to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. I don't know how many of you got him on your roster out there, but if you do have him, he's good to go for week six dealing with that ankle injury. All right, guys, so. Uh, looks like here, Devonte Adams with a shoulder returns to practice Thursday. That should be a good sign for his availability this week. So <clears throat> look for Devonte Adams to be out there against the New England Patriots. Jacoby Myers dealing with a wrist. He did practice yesterday, uh, according to the Las Vegas Raiders. I believe that he'll be out there to go as well against the Patriots. So look for Jacoby Myers to be out there. Robert Woods ribs rest upgraded to limited yesterday. Um, I believe he'll go against uh, the Saints out there. And again, he's always getting those targets. He's like a security blanket out there uh, for CJ Stroud. So don't expect a lot of big things from Robert Woods. He's just mainly one to gobble up some of those targets whenever CJ Stroud is in trouble. Um, and especially if Tank Dell, I mean, he's dealing with a concussion. So he did not practice yesterday, guys. So keep an eye out for Tank Dell because if Tank Dell does not play that's a bigger that's a bigger role for robert woods of course and of course it'll be a bigger role for nico collins and john Manchie the third but um i'm looking for tank dell uh to do bigger things if he is out there but at this present moment he is dealing with a concussion so keep an eye out for that guys chris Olave toe upgraded to full yesterday uh, i believe he'll give it a go uh to help out Derek carr and of course michael thomas on the other side so and that is a favorable matchup as well so remember that uh, if you have Chris Olave, he's a, he's a great art, uh, wide receiver, too, at this point, um, dealing with the Texans' uh, defense. So I'm looking for him to start Chris Olave. As long as he's good to go, I'm going to go ahead and give him – I'm going to go ahead and fire him up. Zay Jones, not so much. Looks like he's dealing with a knee. Did not practice yesterday. Uh, Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk, they, if he doesn't give it a go, they're going to be in line for some huge work. So – I'm looking for Calvin Ridley or Christian Kirk in my DFS um, this weekend to kind of spark them up and uh, get some more work uh, from, from Trevor Lawrence. All right, Jordan Addison, ankle limited again yesterday. Uh, I think he'll give it a go, to be honest. And if he is out there, throw him out there, guys. He's dealing with the Bears defense. So keep an eye out for Jordan Addison's ankle uh, this weekend to go ahead and start him against the Bears. 
Juju Smith-Suster dealing with a concussion was absent yesterday. I'm not looking for him to be out there. Look for Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Parker, Hunter Henry. Kind of gobble up those targets because, I mean, Juju Smith hasn't been, been producing as it well or as it is anyway. So um, not looking to start him even if he was out there. Mike Evans dealing with a hamstring was upgraded to limited yesterday. Um, let's get some more info as the weekend goes along, guys. I, I just I'm just getting news of this one actually. I was unaware Mike Evans was dealing with this hamstring, so that is, that is a big that's a big uh, um, not a blow, but it's a it's a dent in this offense. Um, if if he's sidelined or if he's limited at all throughout the game, so keep an eye out for Mike Evans' uh, injury report this weekend. Wondell Robinson dealing with a knee returns to the practice yesterday. That's good to help out Tyrod Taylor, of course uh, Saquon Barkley. Um, you know, not clear to start for week six yet, but I'm I'm assuming that he'll be out there. So the offense will need this spark. Uh, and I believe Tyrod Taylor might give the Giants the spark that they need to get this season going because uh, Daniel Jones just is not the one. All right, T. Higgins says he's looking promising for week six. Of course, we know he's dealing with that rib injury. So uh, even if he's out there, guys, when it comes to ribs, unless they have them heavily taped up, or have them padded up. I mean, I still, I'm not sure how much you need a T Higgins at this point. Hopefully you're not desperation mode or you're not hurting too bad where you have to start T Higgins. But again, keep an eye out for that rib injury. All right, guys, Amon Ra, big deal here. Uh, Abdominant, he did practice yesterday. So we're very happy about that for some Amon Ra owners out there. It looks like he'll play this weekend. Uh, so, if you did have Josh Reynolds to replace him in in this future contest, please, you know, kind of keep an eye out on that because we don't want to play a Josh Reynolds if Amon Ra is out there too much. Uh, that looks less appealing as the days go along. All right, Traylon Burks. I actually know a couple people who do have Traylon Burks that were trying to spell DeAndre Hopkins of some of his uh pressure that he would be getting on that side so he has been ruled out for this week he is not traveling to london guys he is not traveling so please remove him uh from your from your rosters at this point okay because i know a lot of people that do have Traylon burks out there all right guys that looks like it's gonna it's gonna wrap up the uh wide receiver section of things let's go ahead and let's visit this tight ends Let's see what kind of tight ends are dealing with some of these pain uh, issues out here to start the weekend. Oh, Sam Laporte. I mean, that's a big deal right there. But although he, you know, he did take part in the open portion of practice today, so that's that's a good sign there. I've been keeping an eye out on Sam Laporte with that calf injury, so he he looks like he will give it a go uh, against the Bucks this weekend. David Njoku uh, dealing with that fa face hand in uh, burn injury that he was dealing with uh, did return to practice Friday. So for you Najoku owners out there uh, that need to start him, uh, he will give it a go this weekend, I believe. So look out for David Najoku. Dalton Kincaid dealing with a concussion did get in his practice today. So uh, looking, looking, looking nice for this weekend uh, for you Dalton Kincaid owners out there. Uh, Dawson Knox still is producing. So uh, it's a nice two headed uh, tight end monster out there in Buffalo. So look for Dalton Kincaid to make his return this weekend. 
All right. And uh, John New Smith, ankle has been upgraded to full participant yesterday. So I'm looking for him to give it a go this weekend. Not sure how many of you people have John New Smith out there. All right. Uh, Donald Parham Jr. Uh, was limited yesterday dealing with that risk. So for you Donald Parham Jr. owners out there, that's a good sign because he has been doing great this year. Uh, getting those targets from Justin Herbert. All right, Darren Waller dealing with a groin limited at practice yesterday. Um, I believe he'll give it a go for week six. It's mainly, I think this is a lot of uh, rest. Um, of course, a lot of these players don't like to give practice anyways during the week. So I believe a lot of this is rest time uh, for Darren Waller. So if you got Darren Waller, no worries there. I think he'll still give it a go uh, this week six. And they're going to need him, guys. Definitely going to need uh, him to show up. Uh, for this weekend's contest. All right, let's go ahead and let's visit uh, the three-game uh, start and sit them. Three games that I'm interested in to keep an eye on, on this weekend. Um, I hope you are as well. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to run through three of these matchups quickly, starting and sit them. Um, that way we're on the same page. And let's go ahead and let's visit that. All right, guys, um, first game up is going to be the Minnesota Vikings versus the Chicago Bears. All right, so a lot of you guys out there, uh, no, you know, going against these Bears, we already know what to expect. <laughs> Am I right? So, all right, let's 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 kick it off. This is a 12 o'clock uh, Central Time kickoff, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, so let's start off with the Vikings side of things. Um, Kirk Cousins. Now, let's talk about Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is probably on the trade block, secretly behind doors here. A lot of us have been seeing reports of this out there, I'm sure. I've been saying this for the past couple of weeks. I believe that this is, this guy will be moved by the October 31st deadline, uh, possibly the Jets or one of those teams that just need that quarterback to get him over the hump. Of course, the Vikings will probably want to get some uh, draft picks in return for some of these players. And same thing with the Broncos. I believe the Broncos are going to start uh, chipping away at their team um, in some of these pieces. So look for a lot of these players to be moved by the October 31st deadline. All right, let's kick it off with Kirk Cousins. I'm going to go ahead and I am going to roll with a one, Mr. Kirk Cousins, because I believe they're showcasing him. Like I said, he's going to come out there. He's going to throw against this Bears defense. And, of course, the Bears defense, we make everybody look like they're Joe Montana out there or Steve Young. So... Let's roll with the one Mr. Kirk Cousins this weekend. Not so much for uh, Alexander Madison. I'm not liking what I'm seeing from him. <laughs> Let's sit Alexander Madison this weekend against the Chicago Bears. Uh, Cam Akers, I'm actually going to roll with Cam Akers. I think they're getting more and more involved in the offense. And, of course, like I said, they're chipping away at these pieces here. They want to see what they have. They, are, they, you know, they got Cam Akers. Let's see what we got in them. Of course, Alexander Madison has not do you know not been producing like we all expected. So again, so go ahead and let's roll with Cam Akers this weekend. How about KJ Osborne, a big waiver wire target acquisition this week uh, or the past couple of weeks, especially with the Justin Jefferson injury. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna roll with KJ Osborne this weekend, and that'll be the same thing uh, backdoor that with Jordan Addison. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna roll with Jordan Addison. 
um, as the pass catchers for the Minnesota Vikings. Same thing for TJ Hawk Alarm. Uh, for all you guys out there, you understand what I'm saying. When it comes to the Hawk Alarm, we all, we all understand that he, he can be at any point in time a big target for uh, Kirk Cousins. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to roll uh, with TJ Hawkinson. All right, guys, let's go ahead and let's visit the side of the Bears. Uh, for all you Chicago fans out there, uh, the little hope that we do have out here, um, even though Justin Fields or the Bears look amazing on that Thursday night slate with the Washington Commanders, um, let's go ahead and let's visit the Chicago side of things. All right, so kicking it off with Justin Fields. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to roll with Justin Fields. I'm gonna, I actually have him in each and every one of my lineups. I'm not taking him out. Uh, I would have won a couple of my leagues last week if I had just played Justin Fields with DJ Moore. Um, of course, the week that I take him out, <laughs> he, you know, he produces, and I would have won a couple of my leagues. So let's roll with Justin Fields this weekend uh, for all of us fans out there. Let's, let's hope for some big things in Chicago. Deontay Foreman, not so much. I don't know. I mean, he can plot you in a good four or five yards when you need it. He's probably going to get you in the goal line. So, um, I mean, I'm still, I'm still not gonna, I'm still not feeling uh, a one Deontay Foreman. So I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm gonna sit Deontay Foreman this weekend. Uh, Roshan Johnson, depending on his availability from his concussion, if he makes it, a, if he gives it a go, ladies and gentlemen, I will roll with. Roshan Johnson because I feel like they're going to get him more and more involved in the offense and kind of see what the Bears have for the future of this organization. So yes, let's go ahead and let's, let's pay attention to Roshan Johnson and see where he stands. If he gives it a go this weekend, let's go ahead and let's fire him up because I believe he will give he will give us those pointers that we need uh, in the running back position. DJ Moore, of course, we're going to roll with DJ Moore. DJ Moore does his thing. Uh, offensive player of the week last week. Um, not looking for him to give us the 200 plus yards that he did in Thursday, but I am looking for him to give us a good 75 to hundred yards, possibly that TD that we're looking for. So I'm gonna go and roll with DJ Moore this weekend. Not so much for, uh, Darnell Mooney. Uh, I've been a, pa a fan of Darnell Mooney in the past, but just not this year. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna sit a one. Yeah, I'm not feeling Darnell Mooney this year. Uh, not so much for Cole Komet, although he's dealing with an injury, he was limited. I still think he'll give it a go. He's he's been picking up his game as of late. He is that leader that feels will need in the future. So I believe Cole Komet. Let's go ahead and let's give it a go for Cole Komet. All right, that wraps the Vikings and the Bears. Start them and sit them really quick, really fast, straight to the point. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and we'll visit number two game, and that would be the New Orleans Saints versus the Houston Texans. That is a 12 o'clock Central Time kickoff, a 1 o'clock Eastern Time uh, kickoff as well. So let's go ahead and let's start off with the Saints side of things, and let's talk about a one Derek Carr. All right, so Derek Carr, I feel he is going to bring uh, this team to life this weekend, I feel, especially given it's against the Houston Texans defense. So let's go ahead and let's roll with Derek Carr this weekend. Alvin Kamara, of course. Alvin Kamara, we want to roll with Alvin Kamara. He's going to get us those, those passes out of the backfield. He'll get you a good uh, 15 to 16, uh, 15 to 17 touches uh, most weeks. So I'm looking for Alvin Kamara to have a pretty good game this weekend against the Houston Texans. 
Chris Olave, same deal. I'm looking for him to do some some uh, wide receiver two numbers. Uh, him and Michael Thomas together. So let's go ahead and let's backdoor all three of these wide receivers instead of giving you one at a time here. Um, this is unusual most times that you're going to go ahead and roll with each side of the of the pass catchers for one team. So let's go ahead and let's roll with Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, and Rahid Shahid as our uh, wide receivers that we want to start this weekend against the Houston Texans. Again, Rahid Shahid would only be in a 14 to 16 guys. And ladies and gentlemen out there, if you're listening, 14 to 16 only for a Rahid Shahid. But the rest of these pass catchers, uh, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, of course, 10 to 12, 14, whatever uh, league size that you're in, there's no question about it. We want to go ahead and roll with Chris Olave, Michael Thomas as those. And again, Rahid, uh, Rahid Shahid, 14 to 16 only. But again, all three of these pass catchers for the New Orleans Saints against the Houston Texans this weekend, we want to go ahead and we're going to fire them up and roll with them. Money in the bank. Not so much for Juwan Johnson or Jimmy Graham. I mean, Jimmy, you got to be desperation mode to roll with Jimmy Graham out there. Again, you got to be in a 16 to 18 to to, to be in this position because at that point, there is no options in the tight end landscape. So, of course, you're going to roll with it, Jimmy Graham. Now, if you have to roll with him in a – now, if you have Jimmy Graham and you have to put him in your uh, 16 or 18 size league, then, of course, I'm going to go ahead and I'll give – I'll roll with that. Now, anything under that, no. We don't want to we don't want to roll with Jimmy Graham or Juwan Johnson. So if you're in a 10, 12, or 14, go ahead and sit Jimmy Graham and Juwan Johnson, please. All right, on to the Houston Texans side of things. CJ Stroud's been a revelation for the Houston Texans as a rookie. Uh I believe they made the the a great choice in selecting him. So let's go ahead and let's roll with CJ Stroud this weekend. Damian Pierce, same exact thing. I'm going to roll with Damian Pierce. I like what I see from him. Um, so we'll go ahead and start him. Tank Dell and uh, dealing with that dealing with that injury, we want to keep an eye on. But if he does give it a go for this weekend, again, this, this will fall into uh, starting each and every one of these pass catchers. Only Robert Woods would fall into a 14 to 16 um, league size. But... Tank Dale, Robert Woods, and Nico Collins. We're going to go ahead and we're going to start each and every one of those because against the Saints, yes, they are, they are difficult, but uh, again, in fantasy football, we're banking on garbage time. If one of these teams is horrible and they've been horrible for the past few weeks on defensive side, I'm going to I, I'm looking for uh, some of that garbage time to kick in, you know? So uh, the Saints should be pretty high up there in the scoreboard Texans should be trying to play catch up so um, Robert Woods in a 14 to 16 uh, should be should be money in the bank there all right on to the tight ends uh, for the Texans or for the tight end for the sec- for the Texans Dalton Schultz of course he's been looking great the past few weeks Dallas Cowboys actually they made a mistake letting this guy go so look for Dalton Schultz to have a pretty decent game against the New Orleans Saints all right, on to the third game. Uh, we're going to go ahead and visit the uh, Detroit Lions and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, guys, so let's kick it off with the Lions side of things. How about Jared Goff? Jared Goff has been looking. He's got to be at least in your top five uh, in 2023 when it comes to quarterbacks. Uh, he's been looking amazing. He's This offense fits him. This offense is gritty, tough. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to roll with Jared Goff. 
this weekend. Same thing with David Montgomery. I'm going to go ahead and roll with David Montgomery. He's been looking amazing. Bears are, they got to be regretting letting this one go because he's looking like spry and healthy and just energized with the Detroit Lions. So David Montgomery should have a big game this weekend, I feel. Jameer Gibbs in a 10 to 12. We're not gonna we're not gonna play Jameer Gibbs. Um uh, in a 14 to 16, if he does give it a go, again, he's dealing with that injury, guys. So it, you want to keep an eye out on that. Um we are in Friday uh doing this show and we don't have the full injury report right in front of us. Um that's that's uh gonna be uh a go for the weekend. So uh pure speculation at this point. I believe he does it, but this is all out of if he does play right here. So I'm going to go ahead and roll with Jameer Gibbs if he's in a 14 to 16 only. Now, if he's in a 12 and beyond uh, below, no way. We're not going to do that, um, especially with the injury. But 14 to 16, you have no choices. So go ahead and roll with Jameer Gibbs in a 14 to 16. But anything under that, please do not play him. Amon Ross St. Brown, we, you know, we know what we're getting from this guy. As long as he's back and healthy in the lineup, I believe that he'll, he will be the one to gobble up all of the targets uh, when available. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to roll with Amon Ra, no questions about it there. Same thing with Jamison Williams. I'm, you know, coming back, making his debut last week, was targeted a few times. Again, they're just getting him back into the football shape, uh, getting him back acclimated, back into the playbook. So uh, Jamison Williams, uh, I own, in a 14 to 16, I will play Jamison Williams. Uh, nothing below that at this point. I'm going to give it a couple of more weeks before I – uh, consistently throw him in my lineup. Khalif Raymond, uh, that's a no-go for me. Um, not rolling with him. Uh, and that'll be the same thing with Josh Reynolds. I believe that if Juan Raw makes his debut back, that that puts these guys back into the back seat. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna roll with them. I'm not gonna put him in my lineup. I don't need to do it. So I hope you don't as well. All right guys, let's roll on over to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers side of things. And let's talk about uh, oh, and of course Laporte. Let's talk about Laporte before we before we hop on over to the Buccaneers. Let's talk about Sam Laporte. Now he uh, will. I'm I'm believing they they gave him rest uh, due to that injury that he did have. Um, so uh, with that calf injury, so I, he'll be out there, uh, no issues uh, against the Bucks. And again. You don't need me to tell you to play him. He's been doing amazing as a tight end. And so let's go ahead and roll with Sam Laporte this weekend. Baker Mayfield, what a, what a, what a, it's amazing when you go from one uh, playbook to the other, what someone can look like. Um, and nobody, I'm sure none of you guys expected a Baker Mayfield to look as good as he's been looking with this offense. So, Let's go ahead and let's roll with Baker Mayfield. Didn't think I would ever do that. Never thought I would push the money in the bank. Uh, Soundbite, but yes, Baker Mayfield, we're going to go ahead and we're going to roll with him this weekend against the Detroit Lions. Even though the Detroit Lions defense is tough, uh, Baker Mayfield will find a way to to get some of those uh, pass catchers into the end zone. Not so much for Rasheed White. Uh, not feeling him as a running back this year. I don't even know where he ranks as far as the running back positions go, but I'm telling you one thing. <laughs> I'm not playing him. I actually had him. I got rid of him. I uh, I, I just can't do Rasheed White. Um, he's just not appealing, not sexy enough for me to start or to roll with. So let's go ahead and let's sit Rasheed White this weekend. Mike Evans, as long as he's good to go this weekend, 
Hell yeah. Each time him and Baker Mayfield have a connection, I'm going to roll with Mike Evans this weekend. Chris Godwin, same deal. Uh, although he's not been very appealing uh, week after week, I still believe that against this Lions defense, someone has to step up and get separation. So let's roll with Chris Godwin this weekend. Let's see if he does some big things. Not so much for Kate Otten. Never been a Kate Otten fan. I mean, he did have Tom Brady thrown in the ball, and he still was not able to put those numbers up. So let's let's go ahead and let's sit uh, a one Kate Otten this weekend. And again, guys, that's a 325 Central Time kickoff, 425 Eastern between the Lions and the Buccaneers. All right, my man. We're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and go on over to the three-pick parlay uh, by DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, something I like to do each and every week. I like to throw some uh, bets out there. That, that way we can all uh, watch these games, make them a little bit more exciting. So, the locker room. Coach you know, Giggs here. And yeah, today's let's go ahead and message, fire, these up. fire them up. Let's get that money in the bank. Let's go about it. It's a three-pick parlay by DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, let's go ahead and kick it off. We got the the three-pick parlay uh, with DraftKings Sportsbook. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and kick this off here. Uh, We got the Chargers and the Dallas Cowboys. That's who I'm going to go with these three-pick parlays here. We're going to go off this game here. So I'm going to roll with the Chargers money line at a plus 110. Uh, I think the Chargers will get the win. I think they're going to put that work in. They got the pass catchers to go along with the team. Austin Eckler should be back in the fold. Uh, Defense is not too shabby. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Chargers money line as much as it hurts my heart to go against my Cowboys, a plus 110 for them. Let's go ahead and roll with Tony Pollard anytime touchdown, a minus 175. I think Tony Pollard will get you into the end zone. Uh, the Chargers front is just not that. I mean, it's not that difficult. It's it's stout. It's tough, but it's not anywhere. It's locked down, and it's not going to hold the. It's not going to hold your running backs in check. So, I'm gonna go ahead and, and uh, roll with Tony Pollard anytime touchdown for a minus 175. All right, Justin Herbert. Um, I'm going with the prop of passing under 281 and a half. I believe that he's not going to throw over that. I I don't even think he needs to. Um, I believe that he'll hand the ball off a number of times. Uh, He'll throw the dink and dunks. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and go with Justin Herbert under 281 and 281 and a half for a minus 115. Altogether, guys, these three add up to a plus 600. And if you put in $5 today, today on a Friday, because odds will change, guys, in, in sportsbook landscape, these odds change hour by hour. Um, so at this present moment on a Friday, uh, it's plus 600. Uh, all three of these totaled up. And if you throw $5 in today, your payout is $35. So that's a $30 profit off of uh, three picks, $5 only. And of course, you throw 10 in, It'll be 70. So um, either way, we do small bets around here. Nothing huge. Uh, nothing. We're not trying to we're not trying to uh, break the bank uh, over here at Fantasy Football Exchange. We're just simply wanting something fun, uh, family friendly um, to enjoy with your loved ones. So throw in some fi- throw in five dollars today on dra- at DraftKings Sportsbook and get you a thirty dollar payout for a total of thirty five on the winning slate. All right, guys. So this. This was a quick uh, show. Again, I'm under the weather, as you can tell. 
Um, but I still wanted to come out, give it a go, uh, share some of the info with a lot of my listeners out there. I appreciate it. You guys can also visit me on my website. It is up and running. Like I mentioned uh, during the week, it, you know, it is there. It is going uh, www.fantasyfootballexchange.com um, is all you need to type in. And that is where you'll find me. You'll find my latest podcast at the bottom of the page. You can also contact us at the bottom there in the forum. Um, if you have some stardom and sit them, you can always get at me at the phone number at the very bottom there or email. There's a number of ways you can get a hold of us. Um, I am here. I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to give advice. So please reach out to us uh, on the website. Again, that's www.fantasyfootballexchange.com and uh, get at me at Twitter, get on me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, a uh, number of ways that you can get at us again, LinkedIn. Um, so please um, join us um, Sunday. I'll, I'll pop in, uh, kind of give a game day preview of the inactives. Um, so we'll, we'll get back together here this weekend and we'll v- revisit some of these people that we've been keeping an eye on injury wise and see if they're going to give it a go or if they're going to sit. So Again, guys, I appreciate you making me a part of your day on this Friday. Again, I'm under the weather, but uh, just wanted to pop in, give you guys some of this information and uh, some stardom and sit them, a three-pick parlay. All right, man. So join me again Sunday um, as we break down some of these injuries. And I'm out. <laughs>